How's it going universe? Coming to you straight from beautiful Negros Occidental, Clark Pampanga, Makati Metro Manila, and Kainta Rizal. Welcome to the Tres Amigos podcast show with your hosts, Lee, Raji, and Nico. We're just three longtime friends with a shitload to say and a bit of time to sit down and talk about it. We're glad you decided to join us as we basically have our usual Kalokohan chats about sports, gaming, life, and yes, the thing the world needs a lot more of right now, love. Okay, good job, Leandro. Um, it, it's, uh, it's very pertinent, that last line of our spiel. Now more than ever, I think our, our part of the world especially needs a little more love right now. Wouldn't you agree, guys? Oh yes, most definitely. Most definitely, man. I think that's the most relevant thing to talk about tonight. Actually, uh, our topic really, I, like, I find it, I find it very apt that w- what we did initially, we we're gonna talk about a different topic, but, parang we decided to sort of change course in light of sensitivity of uh, the current uh, undergoing sa sa country natin and everything. Uh, but before that, like, how are you guys? Ah, wow. I mean, uh, the week was interesting. Uh, definitely, we had that little blip in the middle of the of the week and, you know, that, that just ravaged the entire Central Luzon. I mean, that's what we're going to talk about tonight, right? Um, but, you know, aside from that, work has been okay. Um, just glad to be safe and uh, eager to help yeah, out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel the same way as Raji. I'm also glad that um, I'm safe. And here in Negros Occidental, we did experience a few rains, a, day, a few days of rain, and like a bunch of thunderstorms, and also some crazy winds, but not as bad as what I saw that happened in Marikina, Cagayan, and other places in, uh, the, uh, in the upper areas of the Philippines. But yeah, sure. this week uh, was, uh, was somewhat felt normal, but... At the same time, I knew it wasn't because, you know, the typhoon hit Luzon and and it was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think words don't really capture what majority of people are feeling right now. Um, so, you know, it's just really a matter of being sensitive, sensitive in approaching the topic. But, um, you know, uh, let's talk about the issues, right? Yeah, but, uh, you know, just super quickly before we get to the topic, I guess. Sure. It's, uh, you know, it's just daily housekeeping. I'll make it quick, I promise. Um, I just want to invite all our listeners first to, you know, check out our check out our podcast on their favorite platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and a bunch of other things. We're on Instagram. Just check us out at Tres Amigos Podcast. We're on Twitter. Check us out at Tres underscore podcast. Yeah, uh, I really wanted to just get to the to the topic itself because it's super important to sort of, I feel, for us to to really sit down on this one we're gonna talk about um, you know our experience with with uh, calamities we're gonna talk about like how um, recent events have sort of um, pushed us to to act and you know maybe if if um, we could check up on like how we're feeling about um, the situation in general that would be cool too um, the first question I wanted to throw out to you guys is have you guys ever like and this is this is like I just wanted to preface this question with, we're definitely not trying to compare or equate any of our experiences with what people are going through right now. It's just so much uh, 
Um, I wanted to start off the talk by just checking up on what we've been through, if ever, when it comes to these things. Um, does anyone have any um, experience that they wanted to share um, in light of this matter? Like, sure. Any? I actually wanna, you know, share an experience. I remembered it so vividly. Uh, I think that was on Doi back in 2009. I'm sure you guys. I remember that typhoon. A lot of us remember yeah. that typhoon, right? Yeah, we um, were still in college back then. Yeah, it was it was my first year in college. That was, I think, um, the Burr months of 2009, I think. And um, I remember just starting school and all. Um, and on Doi hit. I don't remember how the preparations were, at least from my area where I live. But I remember that day because I was sick. I was sick, so I didn't actually get to go or to travel to school. But the stories that I heard were actually pretty scary because I had a couple of uh, friends and I, I'm not sure if my brother as well, but everyone was stranded because it was flooded everywhere. So these people like, you know, were really literally stranded, could not go anywhere, were soaking wet, um, they'd lost some things. And it was pretty bad, honestly. Yeah. And again, that was just me having this early taste to what devastation a typhoon can bring, especially in a tropical place like us. Mm. You know, it's um, one of those really deadly things that um, I was fortunate enough to miss out on because I was in the confines of my own home. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah, and with regards to that storm, I think we were all caught off guard. A lot of us were caught off guard. And I had a similar situation as you were. I was home when the storm happened. But unlike you, I wasn't sick. I was cutting class. This is going to be a story. <laughs> no, but in a way, I did avoid the problems that a lot of people were experiencing that day. Because um, one of the things that happened during that Saturday morning was uh, one of my friends suddenly like messaged me and was wondering how wh- how am i well, where are you right now and i was like wondering why is he asking me that and to to my surprise he was telling me that it's flooded all over in ateneo and katipunan so he had no way to get home and you know social media wasn't as uh, rampant as it was as it is today so back then i could only like see some statuses of people and a few pictures of the what's happening in their location so in in my head i was like wow i dodged the bullet by cutting class today but at the same time there was all this news of what's happening to some uh, a number of people in their homes the floods that are entering their houses and them like having no place or like having to find shelter it was pretty eye-opening and mm. very uh very it was sad to see basically i see a lot of like in these days, social media is everything, right? And so much is so much of a situation is visible because of uh, the capabilities that are afforded to us by social media. I, over the past few days, I've seen a lot of people post um, families on roofs, dogs, like pets being chained in areas not affected, houses being completely. And encased in either mud or water, flood water and stuff like that. Parang uh, it it triggers like a very brief but I think crucial, like very important memory to me. Because 
like when I was younger, I I guess I I, I guess I could say that I can empathize a bit with what people were going through, because um, this was before I was even like a teenager. I was really just a kid. Uh, our house was flooded because our house we used to live in a compound that was owned by my grandparents and we were like we were very near a creek that was connected to a, uh, a con- like a, a village parang a country club with a golf course mm. and stuff like that okay and uh, one I, I don't even remember what storm this was it was like super tagal na nga eh. um it was raining really hard, so this country club let out the water in the mga parang water traps. Uh, so the flood, the, the the water level in the creek behind our house rose to like very. I, I can't compare it obviously to the flood levels that people are going through right now, but our house was just a bungalow, so it was from floor to ceiling. Napasukan uh, siya ng tubig. Wow, dude. And I could remember, like, I remember the panic that my parents were were exhibiting. Uh, my sister, who was a baby back then, was still major crying. Ako, I couldn't really fathom because it was at night, and it was all just a blur because people were shouting to swim towards my parent, my grandparents' house, which was like um, elevated. So there was really no chance for me to to save any of my belongings when I was a kid. Uh, I was telling Lee when we were discussing this that the reason why I don't have a super lot of pictures of me as a kid yeah. uh, was because that flood took away all my shit. <laughs> my, my, my dad was an avid collector of CDs. Oh, like he had wow. a sound system and that was his hobby. That's what it's like for me. My dad was a my dad's hobby was was he collecting vinyl back then? Well, like to my memory, like when I was born, na parang he was born CDs na lang. Like he had a lot of CDs, and uh, now he doesn't have CDs. Period. <laughs> parang a lot of a lot of our stuff got washed away. We're fortunate enough na parang you know we are we're in a state where eventually we were able to like just replace things and stuff like that but you know try try putting yourself in the shoes of someone who doesn't have all the luxuries that you enjoy as a backup as a as a salo yeah uh, seeing all that seeing all that's been going on the past few weeks parang it, it sort of like really just drove the point na parang hassle talaga yeah you know and what? you feel for them just to add to that, no, especially to let's say if we have any international listeners or whatever, to paint a picture, there are true-to-life cases where people in the affected areas are literally living on the roofs of their houses. You know, yeah. and uh, that's they're begging. Right? I mean, they're like, begging on social media to say, like, for someone to send a boat and stuff. It's yeah, it's, uh... these these things are real, you know. And I know, like you, me, and Lee, we all had stories of, you know, things that we lost, especially in your case, Nick's. And yeah, you know, we're, I guess we're thankful that you were able to recover somewhat. But it just scares me, and you know, really makes me feel for them when you, you know, cannot start again. Like, how how the hell do you start 
over when you lose everything, you know, not everything, just, not just everything. items, but everything, right? And you know, you're literally left with things that you can fit in your own hand and that you bring out and that you save. But you know, how do you start over from from that? And that's the reality that uh, most of our you know countrymen are facing right now. Not only that, but the fact that there were two consecutive typhoons. You know, right? We had Raleigh, and then now we had Ulysses. So we also have a uh, Quintas. Ayun, ayun. So I mean, it's it's typhoon central. So it's like, you know, how do you recover? Or even if you do get to recover from one, another one comes and does does the same thing to you again. So it's a like, it wasn't. There was no. No, there was no there rest was period. No pause. There was, there was really no, no rest pause. period. Like it was a, a matter of a few days, right? When these uh, typhoons ca- ah, arrived in the in the Philippines, and I hear that there's still another one coming in. Oh, it was a pretty fucked up combo. Walang walang combo breaker, man. <laughs> Ang hassle. Grabe, like uh, so so many experiences on those types of things, and I, my heart goes out. Our heart goes out to those people affected. I was looking. I was looking already at like the, like the damage that uh, this like collectively has been done, already. Parang we're already amounting to like over 10 billion pesos worth of damages in infra, in uh, like potential agriculture. Mm. In a lot. I mean, and, and that, like it's it's such a such a me- it's a messed up situation. <laughs> Yeah, and coming it's from take us a, and it's gonna from take us a while to recover from this. And parang that's why I guess to 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 like piggyback on that. You parang I, that's why I want to transition to the like what do you do when stuff like this happens? Like, uh, parang I want to like because okay, I guess background. Um, you know we're part of we are yeah. I guess we can say we can say we can still say we're part of a church group. <laughs> Always, technically, we're, Always, technically we are still you know it's we're not active as much as we used to because you know uh, life has caught up with us. Uh, but there was a time when we would be in church a lot, and the thing I admired about our our faith family, our youth group, was when when there was a when there was an event that needed. Um, support uh, such as times like these parang people were really quick to mobilize and to really lend a hand yeah. yeah like I could speak for the three of us a good chunk of our friendship was formed in these times yeah no uh, definitely it's, it's something else to try to like understand that there is a need of another person and while at the time we didn't really we weren't really swimming in our own personal money so that the thing that we could give was our time, our time and, and our hands yes hands no? you know it's it's interest, it's interesting Nix and Lee because uh it, it was always a paradox for me those relief uh, operations number one because I wish they would never happen uh, to begin yeah. with but at the same time when I'm there like you mentioned in our church group in Antioch I feel so uplifted by people's enthusiasm as well as their willingness to serve. You know, I, I feel like that's the foundation of of a community. You know, the ability to share what you have or, you know, what, like you mentioned, what time or what strength or what energy you have. 
to those people who need it, you know, because you'll never know when we'll need that support as well, right? Yeah, and then the cool thing was that seeing like all kinds of people were trying to find ways that they could help, right? Oh, here they go like, hey, what can I do? Oh, I have these things. I have my tita has my tita. My relatives have these things. Will that be acceptable for the donations? So it really just showed to me that there's there's something that when like when there's a problem that people will want to help too, and they will want to find ways that they can help contribute and solve a problem that's going on. Parang first and foremost, yung, yung pinaka-memory ko during our relief operation um, experiences, it always started with two people in our church group, our elders. Yeah. Sila, Manong J, Manong J.J. Yulo, and uh, shout out to Manong J. Hope to hear from you soon, Manong. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, see Mike Yuson. Uh, like those two guys would like sort of spearhead the effort talaga. They're part of I'm pr- like if maybe I'm wrong about this, but I I'm pretty sure that they're part of like this subcommittee in our church that is dedicated to uh relief. And parang parang sila at I, I remember sila yung assigned talaga for this. It doesn't like for me I was always at all in awe of them kasi uh Start to like start to finish. They they were so good at mobilizing. They were so good at networking. They were so good at gathering and finding ways to move mountains, to like figuratively move mountains to to get the job like at hand done. Parang and damila na like you know they they had people in terms of logistics and they had people who were good at sourcing and they had you know, special friends in there that were very generous and had deep pockets so they would donate in cash and in kind and then they would rally us the young people to be like the 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 foot soldiers of the whole effort so like for me uh the start like the at least in in our church the initiative where the spearheading talaga was so like well done by Manong J and Mike. No, no, definitely I agree. Um, I, I still remember those like late night drives to the grocery just to pick up oh. some, you know some stuff that you can uh, pack back in church. And I don't remember if I ever went with them directly to like an affected site, but definitely I was. I remember we went to like an air base I think, and we actually handed off. Uh, to those, I think, affected like we would, uh, Visayas region, I think. We and, would, we would, we would be at like the back of a truck. Yes. Holding yeah. on for dear life as we kind of like you know, obviously we follow the speed limit, pero you parang we needed people to to bring these things down from the truck. So tayo mga bata yung mga nasa likod. Mm-hmm. But, I never joined you guys with with that one. I remember seeing pictures of uh, you guys being at the at the air base. But yeah, I was just the the person who was at the fire center doing all the packing and stuff like that. And yeah, sure, that's that's definitely fine on its own. You know, I feel like at least for me, um, regardless if I'm in the parish center or I'm in the field, parang the question I'd always ask myself though is, parang I feel like I still should be doing more. Alam mo yun? Parang, yeah. 
you know, like, again, yeah, parang the picture that we see right now, the hardships that these people are going through, parang it doesn't match, eh, na parang, oh, I'm just doing this. Even though it's, I guess, on, on my own, right, it's, it's the best that I can do. I just keep asking, what? How? How do we do more? You know, how? How can we help them more? How can we, you know, make make them know that we're here and we haven't left them, and that we're, you know, still one community. That sort of thing. Those are the questions that I ask myself every time something like this happens. What What I find really cool, pa, was the people who went there. Really, were there not not to show not to you know. Not to, to put a show. Like, they're not there for show. As in, like, they really just... They they dug deep. You know, hindi sila nagpasikat or anything. They're there because... I, I At least that's how I that's how I saw everyone who went. Because you have a choice. You have a choice talaga to... Like, when it comes to these things. Be passive or be active. And... Uh, I saw... I saw, like, what being a very very solid compassionate person can be like what that looks like i f- i saw it embodied talaga, and it always motivated me to to do more because um some of our elders in church brought their toddlers and their mga their mga chickens their oh, yeah, kids. Yeah, i remember and they, would, they would help out uh they would help out so amazingly well and like you know, they didn't like these kids didn't complain. Na parang they w- would rather just play, play. I don't know about PlayStation. I don't know if uh, can they play PlayStation? <laughs> Are they playing Ghost of Tsushima? I don't know. <laughs> Pero parang they could be. They could literally be just chilling as kids, as privileged. Like sorry, sorry to the parents, but your kids are privileged, ba? And it's super cool for me that you, um, you get them to be active and. Parang you get them involved at an early age, because for me that teaches them how to sort of be someone for others at a younger age. And sana that like that keeps and that sticks and that pushes for the rest of their lives, diba? Parang there will be times when the kids will be a little less helpful because parang syempre, can you really expect them to always go four pancit pentons and two sabons and ginen and ginen? Sometimes we have to double check na parang did you add the right amount yeah and then if but the point is you know i i saw all age groups all all types of people from our little faith family you know dig in deep and that what that's what like super pushed me time and time again to go from start of the day to end of the day when we have to race through to the trucks and like lift i remember me and this other guy uh, one of our friends, he bought. Uh, we were the, I guess, the physically most <laughs> appropriate to be lifting. So we made it like a set, like hindi naman so much as a competition. Parang like ano lang, para we get this done faster. Oh, but ako ka, dalawas ako kaya ko. Parang like it was, it was friendly banter, but. In the end, it really just got the job done funner and faster. You know, something that you mentioned a while ago, Nico, I've been thinking about it and I actually want to get your thoughts as well, eh? uh, you and Lee. Because you know how sometimes when we have loss, loss can be 
you know, perceived or interpreted in uh, different ways depending on where you are in your life, how old you are, what you're going through, that sort of thing. And I remember when you mentioned yeah, that when you were a kid, um, you know, the bad memory of losing all your old pictures, ganon, it might be, not necessarily will be, but it might be different from, you know, uh, a breadwinner who lost his house because now he has to work for it again, right? Yeah. You know, but I feel like even though loss can be interpreted uh, based on demographic, I feel what is universal um, is the thought or recognizing that your friend or your fellow man needs help. So I like how you bring up the fact that even kids, toddlers are exposed as early on the natural tendency for us to help others because I think that will go a long way when they grow up, um, they can lead their own um, movements. And you know, it's just a universal action really that we want to help others and we want to push others to help others. That you know, that's how communities survive. That's how I feel. I don't parang, know what your thoughts are. Parang it's like for me, the little steps. If you if you pull in enough little steps from here and there, from like if you gather enough little steps, you change the world, diba? Parang yeah. it's not it's not gonna be one big sweeping action. Pero you know, one one kid lifts Pancit Canton packet, packets uh, into a table. For another person to um, add sardinas to, and gin, gin, gin. when you look down the chain of that of that effort, it reaches a person who lost a house, and it reaches a person who is in need of food, is in need of a uh, good, like in you know goods in general. So it might it might look very what's the word for it minuscule at face value, mm. pero Parang, you know, for me, it's all, it's always about like, what happened? What what's the bigger picture? What's the bigger yeah. picture? To look at? Like every every little step contributes to a bigger change. Might not be the most immediate, but it's something. Leandro, what do you think? Well, what I would say is that there's so much that one person can do, but as a whole community, there's so much accomplishments everyone can like contribute to finishing like like a donation drive. So what I was trying what I'm trying to say is that he- with all these small actions of like just picking up, gathering and collecting and eventually uh bringing the goods to uh to the victims and stuff like that. It all comes together because of the community from one individual to having multiple in- like-minded individuals that want to help others around us so mm. so yeah so what i'm trying to say is that with our with our small actions it can already make a big impact to someone else we might not think it's much but to them it means the world and parang i think a, a memory just popped into my head yeah parang you know you know how cool it is that we were taught that we're all given Ta- like we're all given talents and it's really how we make use of the talents that sort of build the world talaga. Yeah. Remember remember beyond our usual relief drive in the parish center um, for Yolanda na packing goods and stuff. Do you remember what we, what else our little faith family did? Raji, I'm pretty sure you should remember. You should remember of all people. 
Oh yeah, of course. We uh, what's this? We we set up Amazing God. We performed a musical theater performance, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was in 2013. Yeah, that's for the Yolanda relief efforts. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess just just to share, right, to to people. Oh my God! Wow, good that you brought that up, man. Like, we we performed a musical, a live musical uh, production, and oh my God, Nixie, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. But it just, it just amazed me so much. Amazed all of us because the people who put on this production, um, I was fortunate enough to be one of them. Um, but these were professional singers. Shout out to anyone who's listening there, like who've become good friends, and they would share their talents and like without pay. Like we would just uh, you know take time out. We were practicing three times a week uh, just to put on a show, a professional show with a live band uh, in our church, and all the proceeds, literally all the proceeds, went to Yolanda. And wow, I mean, thanks for reminding, dude. That was an amazing um, effort. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't some rinky dink performance. It was like legit, like broad levels with lights and sound guys, like and costumes. And parang I remember, like you had to, you had to, you learned how to thread your, <laughs> you learned how to thread your, you learned how to thread your eyebrows. Yep. For in in totality, if you if you boil it down, you learned how to thread your eyebrows to. To help, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you want to stretch it that far? You you did that. Yeah, def- definitely, man, definitely. But that wow, like that. I mean, like just seeing everyone's selflessness, you know. And it's just if there's anything I learned about theater, there's always going to be some internal competition in musical theater, you know, because it's it's a profession, right? So it's just natural that people compete with one another. But in that production, like everyone was just working in harmony towards the common goal. So like, if you guys are listening, like shout out to you guys. You guys are the real MVPs. Um, galing, galing. And then, parang beyond that, panga, we did like a, we did like a bus, like we did a busking in BGC, the high streets. <laughs> yeah. Diba? We just we set up then sa, I think it was near fully booked or something. Yeah. Tapos we just. We we played for charity. We played music for charity yeah, yeah. there. Were you also there, Lee? Did you catch that, or were you in Bacolod? I'm trying to remember, but I'm pretty sure I did attend. No, he wasn't in yeah. Bacolod. He, he wasn't, wasn't in Bacolod. Bacolod. I left Bacolod 2013. by 2019. Ah, 2015, 2019. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 2015. So I definitely do remember a bits of it. Like, like you did perform somewhere around BGC. Semi fully booked right or yeah, something yeah, like that yeah somewhere there i may not have been part of that whole production or anything but i did try to make sure that i attended because you know i wanted to support you guys and of course support the cause and like you know beyond beyond that so many like it's not just us kumbaga but i want to rec i want to recognize that all the efforts that so many people put up to to bring awareness and to bring any kind of aid yeah, I, the people who are in need. And actually, and Sure. Yeah, I think you should tell all our listeners, like you know, outside our parish in San Antonio, what are the other channels where people can help? You know, people can reach out to share. Actually, that's a very good point, Raj. Um, so, like, if I could just go to that link that you sent me. Um, you know, see, Raji wanted to share 
where people can sort of uh, contribute to the effort. We want the show to be very productive and to be very helpful. Um, so in our own little way, we wanted to spread where people all over the world, if, if anyone is listening, uh, we implore you guys, if you guys can, um, to open your hearts. Uh, in these times, it's hard to open your hands uh, in terms of effort because of the whole uh, coronavirus pandemic going on. It's not the... It might not... I'm not the health expert here. It might not be the best option to like, you know, gather many people and do the usual relief drives that Taya, we've, we've uh, enjoyed being a part of in the past. Uh, pero, you know, technology... That's what, that's what I find so beautiful about technology these days in as much as it, it can be very destructive. It can be helpful and constructive if used that way. So, parang Raji, send me a link of uh, various um, institutions that are credible that you guys can, you know, from CNN. These are places that you can sort of contribute to. If I can just read it out, there's the Kaya Natin Movement. Um, there is the Simbang Lingkod ng Bayan. There's For the Future. Um, there are various groups ng UP Diliman. I know Ateneo also is, like I saw an Ateneo post, parang you can like bring goods to the golf courts Monday to Monday to Saturday ata. Um, there's the the LFS, the League of Filipino Students. There's PayMaya and GCash. They make it so easy to just to donate. There's Q, QR codes and stuff like that. Um, Red Cross. Uh, what else? Caritas, Caritas, right? Caritas, definitely. Caritas here in the Philippine uh, Manila helps out. Uh, and there, again, like these are just these are just like a very minute list that Siraji pulled up on the internet. There's so many um, there's so many ways to help out right now. Yeah. All you have to do, honestly, they made it easy for us. Natalie. All you have to do is just open up like if you guys are on Facebook, check check out your feed. Yeah. Probably in within two minutes, you're going to already see uh, another initiative made by someone in your networks. And uh, now more than ever, because um, we aren't encouraged to to pull and band around together physically. Yeah. You know, Actually, support. I, I would recommend that all of us don't take yung mga, you like what you said, mix yung Facebook stories or IG stories because you know, yeah, like all our friends are reposting. You know, we're creating a chain, and let's try to continue that chain. You know, to reach other people as well. So don't, uh, I guess, don't let's not try to overlook those. The channels and the avenues to help are all at our fingertips, like you mentioned, because of technology. So, you know, it will go definitely go a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I guess to, to put it out there, Naren, uh, because we were talking about our, our parish's uh, relief efforts, uh, Santuario de San Antonio is also doing its relief efforts for Rolly Quintas and Ulysses. Yeah. Um, I think what we can do is we can share, uh, we can share the, the links that we have to to our Facebook page and to our, I guess, our Twitter and our Instagram, basically our socials. Yeah. Uh, so that um, if you ever listener, if you ever are going to um, want to help out, 
you know, it's there. We've already compiled some suggested but not limited to options uh, for you guys. Diba? Yeah, most definitely. Ako, I'm, I'm definitely. I'm definitely gonna show some love towards the, the effort of our church because that's where... Yeah, that's where we spent a good chunk of our, our youth and also where we learned how to uh, be more aware of our surroundings, of you our know, community. That's a very good... That's a very solid point, Leandro. That's really... Honestly, parang I feel like uh, that's where I learned how to be somewhat of a decent human being. <laughs> that's where I learned how to be a decent human being. A bit. Not a hundred percent. But, you know, I saw flashes. Mostly from you guys and other people. <laughs> oh, Nico, okay. I think we all have a little decency in all of us. We just need the, the right people to be around with. That Aww. is for sure. It's um, you know, it's. I think we could keep this episode very short and sweet. We don't want to take up too much people's time. Especially now where, you know, time is... Is a commodity. Yeah, and there are bigger uh, things to work on, you know. Yeah, there are far more important things to listen to than three random homies talk on the internet about whatever. Yeah, but we're basically trying to say it's like, yeah, this is us making a call to action to help those that are in need of help. For sure. For sure. Mismo. Okay, I guess uh, before we close, just, you know, general housekeeping again. Uh, I'd like to invite all our listeners to follow us on their favorite platforms for podcasting. We're on a good chunk of them. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, and Spotify. You can also check out uh, the Tres Amigos Podcast Show on Facebook. We are on Instagram um, at Tres Amigos Podcast. Let me say that again at Tres Amigos Podcast. And for everyone on Twitter, go ahead and hit up at Tres underscore Podcast. Stay updated with the Tres Amigos. So all right, that was an app. <laughs> does anyone have like uh, final things to say uh, before we get going? I have one. I have one. So for sure, I know times are difficult now, and the fact that we can't really uh, be together physically, like what we did back then for Ondoy and Yolanda, we'd gather together and like help each other to pack goods and collect all the d- donations physically. And, you know, if you decide to do that, you know, do that, do it safe, you know, wear mm. a mask, wear a face shield, you know, observe proper physical distancing. But right now, one of the best things you can do is like donate. And like what Nico has been saying a while ago, and it's that it's so much easier now. It's just so much easier now with technology. So with how much you give, no matter how much it is. Don't think it's not going to make much of a difference because it will make a difference. So hopefully, hopefully we've at least helped convince you that there's some good that we can all do no matter how small or big it is. Yeah, well said. Well said, well said. I I guess for me, I guess for me, the one thing that I want to, you know, end with on my part is even though this is a very humble podcast, still just beginning, um, you know, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, hopefully, you can keep the call to action, not just by us, but by those who actually need it. Um, and like what Lee said, uh, donations will definitely go a long way. But also your prayers, you know, especially if you're not in the capacity to donate. Um, prayers, I still believe that prayers do help. So, you know, let's just really be one country. 
um, and helping our fellow men, right? So, yeah, that's 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 what I want to just say to everyone. Well said. Well said. Uh, I guess for me, really simple. You know, remember the love. Remember the love. It's such a very important um, thing for a time like this. Uh, your heart. Your heart's one of your greatest weapons when it comes to these kinds of problems. Um, don't be afraid to use it. That's uh, that's that's it for me. Yeah, I think we can uh, wrap it up, man. That was a good way to yeah. end the episode. Um, thank you again. I know this this is uh, one of our quickest episodes to date. We wanted to keep it short and sweet. Um, so to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we hope that you guys uh, stay safe. Um, for the people who are going through the the rough end of the the chain of storms uh, our hearts go out to you um we can only hope to be to do more um we'll get we'll get through this man yeah we will worry about we it. We we to get together we're gonna we're gonna get this stuff <laughs> we got this I, all right all right nice talking to you guys, Bye, guys. take oh, care oh, most definitely See you next week yeah Sorry. take care everyone Take care, everyone. All right. Bye. See ya. Bye.